The Cellcast is recorded in front of a live streaming audience. of the Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who just tripped over the uh, heart of the jungle. Welcome, Jacob. Yeah, ow, that kind of stung a little bit. I bet but it yeah, did. My, my, my big toe is still hurting from that. Just ow. Mm. It's in a cast right now. It's just not comfortable at all. Ah, that explains a great many things. Yes, it does. <laughs> Why, thank you. Let me introduce our co-host, a man who is just praising our Heavenly Father that this month is over. Welcome, Drew. There are some instances of bad movie month that have been bad. Yes, as it's as it makes sense, but you know, for the most part, especially our discussions of yes. these films. Oh, agree. I have had a good time. Good. We'll see if that continues today. <laughs> uh, I don't think either one of us are too happy with this film. <laughs> possible i swear if, if, if uh we're, we're somehow split on this i'm going to be questioning your taste in film going forward as if your thoughts on galaxy quest don't make you do that anyway but anyway how are you doing Jay? you still bring that up it's funny <laughs> it is funny i agree i'm doing well man i'm doing very well uh, let's see, Friday, I got to do a, a co-host on the, the movie, uh, the movie, the, uh, movie story rejects podcast, which is a YouTube channel. And that's a, yeah, they review anime movies. They primarily, not anime movies. We review anime movies, Yes, that would be us. that would be us. So they review obviously live action movies and what I was able to do with them. They were doing their James Cameron filmography and they had gone through most of them except for true lies. And they waited so patiently for about a year and a half for me to uh, find a copy only to find that it's on Hulu. So oh, uh, well, that's strange. Yes. So I believe it was me and Chris uh, talked for about an hour and a half on true lies uh, there. Again, if you want to go watch Hulu, it's on it's Hulu. Go watch. You want to go watch True, True Lies? Lies? It's, it's on, on Hulu. Hulu. Thank you. I get words mixed up. I get words backwards every every, every once in a while. But uh, yeah, this was interesting because I this was about a year and a half ago. It took me forever to try to find a DVD copy of this film. Mm -hmm. So I finally tracked one down and just couldn't get the schedule out to to do this review. So thankfully, Hulu came along and gave us a, a high definition version of this film, which apparently was supposed to go on a blu-ray at some point but probably um, but if james cameron finally got around to working on that thing yeah that's been the holdup is he wanted to do a full new remastering of the thing mm. and they couldn't release it till he got around to it and he was too busy with certain other projects yeah avatar for 14 years has it been 14 years roughly that's ridiculous and exploring the dip the depth depth the depth yes the depth and um, redo and refixing titanic again to make um oh who is the astronomer um neil degrasse tyson yeah make neil degrasse tyson happy by fixing all the constellations so they actually were accurate to the night the ship sank Ugh. because that was necessary 
so anyways be like yeah that was a fun time you can go find it's on youtube right now you can go i know i i i share i shared it on my facebook page you can go to the the video store rejects youtube page mm -hmm. and their facebook page you can go watch that that uh that interview or special guest i did it was a great time uh saturday was great yeah um we at our church the singles group we did a kind of a uh, grill out party um you know play cards raids whatever game night game night thank you that's what i'm looking for i would help more with that but i was not there as i was at home visiting parents this weekend mm -hmm. so i didn't get to do it but i'll get to go to the next one yeah it was fun uh then me and ashley my girlfriend we went to my 20th uh class reunion reunion that was a lot of fun getting to catch mm -hmm. up with a lot of people i haven't seen in years um seeing some people it's like wow i haven't seen you in 20 years you look amazing or it's like wow age wow, like, I, haven't, I haven't seen you in 20 years you look like trash <laughs> i would never say that i know anybody. i know but it was it was wonderful seeing a lot of people that i haven't seen in years and uh um, really wouldn't say that to most people i wouldn't say that to most people that mean it didn't cross your mind right right <laughs> i'm not gonna say that I, i'm not saying that about anyone in particular people who are in my class of lindell high mm. but that's just the stupid things that cross my mind. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So obviously, uh, twenty years. I graduated in two thousand two. Uh, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We stayed for like maybe two hours and mm -hmm. some change. It was a great time. A lot of time. Just and so, uh, let's see. Work was good. Work was enjoyable for once. That in certain circumstances are normally a headache but other than that it's been very a very good productive week i'm just let's see how the rest of the week deals until saturday what's saturday i'm off saturday <laughs> oh well, yeah. wonder, well wonders never cease yeah exactly and let's see uh saturday me and my girlfriend ashley again are gonna go to the uh the local east texas fair and that's going to be fun. It is that time of year. It is that time of year. I've never been, I don't believe in living memory have gone to a fair. I might be wrong, but I think it's been about 20 years since I last went Ah, to the East Texas State Fair. Ah, so yeah, that's how my life is going so far. How about you? I've had a pretty good week. Like I said, I was visiting my parents this weekend, uh, had a nice visit with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, though, the rest of the week, uh, it's been kind of a normal thing. With the exception that I finally got the scripts for a audio drama that yeah. I am participating in. Yeah. Uh, I will have the link in the show notes, but the audio drama is called Gospel by Gaslight. Mm -hmm. uh, I am not in the first or second episode, even though the second episode is not out yet. And about the only thing I have so far contributed in any audio form is an ad for this podcast <laughs> but and technically i think you're in that ad too for like a word or two because mm. of how i cut the audio at least you're laughing in the in the audio nice track there's so you are there but i was not trying to keep you out I, I need to go through and find some more of those for fun but anyway uh it's been just kind of a normal week for me to be honest nothing crazy has happened hmm so, Jacob, I do have a question for you, my friend. All right. What have you been watching? All right. So, what have I been watching? Let's get to my notes. That right. is the question. 
the twenty billion dollar the multi-million dollar question yeah that'd be nice all right so like i said before i watched true lies for the re- for the review for the film rejects film yeah the, rejects yeah it's called. i'm sorry i don't know the name no you're good you're good you the movie store the movie store rejects podcast good you can go watch it on youtube right now if you want to uh so i've been watching uh dragon ball z abridged and laughing more of that yes i got to the very beginning of the android saga oh have you gone back and watched any of the uh movies yet i'm about to get to that bardock needed to do first under normal circumstances i would actually suggest watching bardock father of goku abridged before season two before the namek saga Oh, okay. Under normal circumstances. But I got you. You didn't know, so it's fine. Didn't know. Uh, so just obviously these are all on YouTube because this is done there's, by... There's a number of jokes in season two you missed because you hadn't seen that one. Oh, okay. Sad for me. It happens. It does. When we eventually do this, we'll we'll take care of them then. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> that, that's that's going to be like, yeah, we're not going to do just Dragon Ball, you know, Dragon Ball Dragon Z. Dragon Ball Z because it's too stinking long. Yeah, so we'll just do a bridge. We'll just do Dragon Ball Z a bridge because it covers the same story. It does, but it's just mostly. funnier. Mostly, <laughs> there, there, there was there was a scene, and I, I won't describe it here. Be like, if we did something for Patreon, I would probably do it there. But uh, there's a certain scene that is not in the original sor- original story, far as I understand. <laughs> and I'm like, I have an idea. <laughs> we could use whales. Not quite. <laughs> It's, oh. before, it's before even before goku shows up okay, very so very two, yeah season two very early uh, on I, I Some, like something to do between bulma and vegeta oh that's just wrong <laughs> yes that, so that is so wrong yes oh my gosh actually uh, i think that is in the uncut version of dragon ball z but you may not have seen that part because it was originally cut out because she does have that kind of a dream sequence oh but it's not that explicit oh okay gotcha gotcha but anyway <laughs> all i can say is big bang attack moving on moving on <laughs> i'm just saying wait till you find out how uh krillin the was it the krillin owned meter wait till you oh, see yeah. how that gets redeemed oh crap but yeah, I, I you know I'm watching through Dragon Ball Z Bridge, which is absolutely hilarious. Go watch it on YouTube. It's from uh, Team Four Star. Yes, uh, they did. They're doing. They did an excellent job with this. Sadly, and, they had to cut short. And but right now, they're actually going back and re-releasing them with director's commentary. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. All right, so I started watching some of the movies. I've watched uh, uh, Revenge of Cooler, uh, Broly uh super android 13 trucker hat <laughs> you have seen some of the movies yes uh return of, uh the return of cooler uh the reckoning or whatever it was uh those are all the the abridged versions of that yes and so and so let's say if you wanted the originals i got them right there oh okay some of them are not worth rewatching. fair 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 but uh so i got done uh watching the conclusion to Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. Amazing. Go watch it. We will be talking about that at the end of the episode. We will. 
so uh so i need i was trying to think be like do i want to continue watching dragon ball z abridged while i'm doing notes no because i'll sit there and i'll and just watch I, dragon ball z I'll, abridged exactly you won't do the notes. exactly i'll never get that done so obviously if you're watching disney plus gives you recommendation be like oh you finished this series what do you want to watch next of course that's tangled yeah so that's what mine did and what do i do i just let it play i did not hmm. i'll talk about what i watched instead uh, when we get there all right because it is related uh, okay so yeah that is all i've been watching so what about you so jumping off of your thing i too of course watched the season series finale of rapunzel's tangled adventure for in right get, to get ready for our episode today mm. and just like you when i got done you know it popped up the recommended thing and it was of course the original tangled now mm. i like the original tangled yeah not get me wrong but i thought you know i don't know when we're going to get around to the final bit of Tangled lore. I know we're going to hit it eventually, but we're yeah. not hitting it immediately. Yeah. And I'm just curious what the last oh. thing in continuity is. Oh. How, what that story mm -hmm. is, what we're, what it, what happens. And granted, I know it was made long before the series, but I was still curious. So I after, put ever, in after. Tangled Ever After. <laughs> it is a, what, five minute short? It's a five minute short. A five minute short. Uh, involving the wedding between rapunzel and eugene mm -hmm. except they're not the main characters of this story no it's maximus and pascal yes they are the ring bearer oh maximus was the ring bearer pascal was the the flower uh chameleon <laughs> flower chameleon that makes sense and uh they accidentally lose the rings yep that's true <laughs> And the which is which is alluded to in the series. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get because I did notice. I was like, "Oh, you actually did some forethought and put the ring in the, in the show. Cool." But I watched that. It was enjoyable. Had a good time. Also, after I got done watching that, because that because that was only five minutes, mm -hmm. uh, I also put in. Uh, Star Trek the Animated Series, mm -hmm. the original show from the 1970s. So did you watch that on the... On I watched this on DVD. Okay. But I also know you can go watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. And you can probably search for this on a couple other services because Star Trek, with the exception of its new stuff, is almost everywhere, I believe. I could be wrong on this, but I do know it's on Paramount+. Plus to watch there. Uh, I had... Well, I have owned this sh series for at least 10 years. Mm. Uh, I've only watched little bits and pieces of it here and there because it is a Saturday morning cartoon from the 1970s with all that that entails. But I am a little bit more patient, I guess, now. Okay. For lack of a better term. And I watched through a couple episodes and it is not bad. Mm. It's not amazing. It's not blow your socks off, mm. but... For what it is, it's like if yeah, if I were in the if I was a 1970s filmation animator and I was tasked with adapting the original series for uh, Saturday morning cartoons, this is about what I'd do. And yeah, it's cheap because it's filmation, mm -hmm. and filmation is nothing if not cheap with their animation. Mm -hmm. But still, for what it is, it's a good show. Uh, may bring that up on this podcast at some point. I, we have not. I've not decided. Right. I know we talked about it at one point, and then Lower Decks happened. Yes. <laughs> but uh, besides that, 
watched a couple shows when I was visiting my parents. Uh, don't quite, none of them are quite jumping out, uh, jumping out at me right now. So I don't quite remember, but I also yesterday watched a movie for something we are going to be involved. Oh in, yeah. Recording at the end of the week. Yes. Cause we are heading out once again to, uh, Ogasawara to be on the monster Island film vault. Mm-hmm. To review a certain more phenomenal movie. Might even be uh, prodigious. And I don't mean Digimon because he they used it too. Oh, term too. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, gosh. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, movie from 1995. And it was a fun movie. Granted, it's not like a cinematic masterpiece. No. But when you consider all of the shows, the live action shows mm -hmm. from when we were kids, it holds up rather well in comparison to some things. Very well, actually. I mean, it's the CG is <laughs> exactly it is what it is. Uh, the it, you could tell the a lot of these things were done like quick, quick decision making mm -hmm. and a lot of stuff. And if you want to hear more, definitely check out that episode when uh, it comes out. But uh, I enjoyed it. Good. It a very fun film. And uh, you're actually going to be on that episode with yes. me, if I remember correctly. That's going to be interesting how we get that. But the part is, yeah. originally, that's not what I was going to be recording Friday. What was that? Originally, I was going to be on Retro Rewind podcast to review Atlantis The Lost Empire. Oh. Uh. However, one of the people who's on that was going to be on his Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie um, review, uh, The Dapper Man, he, for one reason or another, had to back out. Hmm. And... Uh, Francisco asked if I'd be willing to switch. I said, sure. So I'm also going to be talking about this on the Retro Rewind <laughs> podcast in three weeks. Oh my gosh. With with Mo Nate from Monster Island Film Vault. He's going to be there too. Oh my gosh. And uh, of course, Francisco and Paul and Ashley is going to be there. This was Ashley's pick. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. She requested this one. Wow. She's the one who put it on to vote, and then everyone voted it up in like less than a year. Wow. And then I think Celeste is the other one that's on that episode. I could be wrong on that. Okay. There's somebody else, and I can't remember which one it is, and I'm too lazy to bring up Discord right now to look. But anyway. Nice. <laughs> that's I'm, where I that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I I might have to just get in the chat on that. Whenever you guys go live, just get in there and just be like, hey, guys, this is Jacob. <laughs> and they'll go, like an artist. Who's like an artist? Is that like that Madonna song? Like an artist. <laughs> drawn for the very first time. Like an artist. Oh, you're going to get us copyrighted again. Shady. We never got copyrighted in the first we place. We got striked. No, we didn't. In different countries. Oh, pfft. other countries who cares <laughs> that's just because they don't like our th th there's uh some audio thing but it, i've that's i'm not worried about that at this point because okay they kind of went away the real places where it matters hadn't seen anything it just means we're muted some places oh okay and i wouldn't copyright strike because that would actually go against our permanent record really yeah this doesn't go against our permanent record it just means oh such and such company i'm not going to say which one hmm. didn't own the rights to whatever song it was 
Oh, uh, okay. So they muted us in those other countries, but not us, not here in the United States. Okay, gotcha. So we're good. Oh, okay, gotcha. And off that side tangent, which I'm trying to stay away from tangents, but <laughs> that brings pretty much brings me to the end of what I've been watching. All right. So, uh, Jacob, what do we have in the news? The Cellcast News with your host, Jacob Heron. Why, thank you, Neela. And let's get into news real fast. Uh, so Illumination, uh, up, Illumination's upcoming animated Super Mario Brothers movies has finally been nailed down for a release date. The film mm-hmm. will be released on August 7th, 2023, according to the New York Comic Con official tweet, yeah. um, official tweet account, which was retweeted by Illumination uh, earlier that day. I got this news from NintendoLife.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be older news, but... I thought it was relevant. It was about a month or two ago, and it's important to bring that up because I I don't know if this is a new thing, and if it is, I apologize. But uh, there may the trailer date may have been leaked also. Yeah, I saw something about that. The week of like the October ninth, not not no not October ninth, uh, October eleventh, I think. Yeah, is somewhere it a, in there. Is it a trailer or a teaser trailer? I don't didn't quite catch what it was. I just heard this will be the first chance we hear to see uh, hear how Chris Pratt sounds as Mario. Yeah, I, I think I heard someone be like, "I'm they, more interested in Jack Black as Bowser." But yeah, rah, 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 rah. yeah, I'm curious what they're doing there. Yeah, um, so yeah, do that. Um, my normal source of anim- animation uh, animation new animation network dot com dot com dot whatever mm-hmm. it is uh really wasn't giving me a whole lot of information so i just went to the yeah trusty google and just looked it up so it happens sometimes it does we're, we're kind of in a slow news site part of the cycle so yeah uh so uh another illumination mm-hmm. uh best uh, illumination best known for the Spickle me and the minion movies yes uh apparently is gearing up to do something a little different a little more adult animation mm-hmm. for a change uh, so according to Variety, Illumination has hired Mike Moon, a former adult animator lead, uh, animation lead for Netflix, uh, to lead Moonlight, their new label that will produce animated films that push beyond the family genre. Moon left his position at Netflix earlier this summer, around the same time that they were laying off their animation department. In addition uh, to the... Uh, uh, Moon were, will reportedly work on a senior cre- as senior creative advisor to Illumination. And that was from comicbooks.com. Mm-hmm. All right. So it'll also- be interesting to see if by pushing past family stuff, if it's still going to, if it's going to be more like serious, artful animation that they don't think kids would be into, yeah. or do they mean sexy fun time jokes? who knows it could go either way who knows i'm hoping for the pushing the art form type of content that is not necessarily looking at making sex jokes yeah which, agreed. considering what i think this guy was involved with i'm afraid it's sex jokes problem but anyway who knows all right so um 
so we know we know uh this 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 movie came out of D, uh D23 mm-hmm. uh earlier this year but I never heard of this. I never like I never saw any news over this. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of cut under the rug kind of thing, but I think it'd be very interesting. Uh so we know that most like in most Disney films a character wishes upon a star their their dreams are granted. Yes. Like, Pinocchio. Pinocchio, for example, the live which, action. Which will be out by the time this episode comes out. Exactly. Rough. Um, I'm glad to see that's uh, cleared up, by the way. Yeah, that was kind of weird, right? Yeah, it was very weird. It was weird. Although, Thanks, uh, Dlet. <laughs> I think I might think I think I still see some hairs back there. Hey. What's where your eyeballs are going to hell? I don't know what you're mad about, Dlet. That I, I can understand why Jacob still might be a little miffed, but I don't mm-hmm. know why you're mad, Dlet. Oh, you said you were sorry and Jacob hadn't forgiven you for it. Oh. Or you don't think he's forgiven you for it at the very least. Hmm. Hey. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, I I totally believe in forgiveness mm-hmm. completely. But it's just more of a like, you know, next time just don't mix it with other stuff. That's all I say. It was the Mountain Dew the problem, wasn't it? Yeah, had to be. Be like, no, it was Diet Mountain Dew. That was the problem. That's always going to be your problem. Diet drinks are the devil agreed but anyway flee from it (laughs) yes flee from the aspartame flee from nutrasweet this podcast is definitely not supported by any soft drink manufacturers whatsoever (laughs) thank you for the clarification all right so uh disney is working on a a new movie called wish uh it's they are it is it's basically the origin story of the wish star it's like where did it come from mm-hmm. because we have all these characters who wish upon a star and their dreams come true so where did the where did the wishing star come from so they're exploring that in a new film called wish and this film should be released around november 2020 2023 in the year-long 100-year anniversary celebration for the walt disney company okay so yeah that's gonna be interesting all right so that is all I have for in the news. I've got one more addendum. What's that? The day this episode comes out, which should be on October 1st, you will be able to go to Crunchyroll and watch the be- the first episode of se- of part two, season two of Spy Family. Mm. That will be on TAS at some point. Probably the next time we do a poll, which I'm going to fix how we did polls because right. that was a bit of a trip hazard uh it happens happens. it will probably be on that poll okay fair enough so you heard of your first when we do our next poll spy family will be available for voting it'll be there but the other two the other uh one will be because the other stuff's still going to appear on the poll Mm -hmm. that didn't it's not getting in Mm -hmm. because that's the thing we did actually have uh if you go to the the facebook page now and you look at that poll Mm -hmm. you're gonna see the x-men won Mm -hmm. problem is the two people who voted for that, that made it win, did so after I closed the poll. Because it was still tied when I closed the poll. Which made a whole lot of confusion on this guy. It was like, yes. wait a minute, what's going on? So what we're doing, for those of you who don't know, we are going to first review season uh, Star Trek Lower Deck Season 2 and 3. The reason we're doing that one first is that it's shorter. Because mm-hmm. that's only going to be 20 episodes. By yeah. the time we get to it. Right. Plus, if we waited until after we finished X-Men, we would have to probably throw in season four. Because mm. I almost guarantee it's happening. So, yeah, we're doing two and three, then X-Men, 
then we're going to poll again. Ah. And I already did the check on how far that's going to be. When we finish X-Men, it will be September 2023. Wow. Actually, it will be literally a year from now. Wow. Because there was only one Tuesday in 2023 in September that it was not going to be on. Wow. Yeah. X-Men will take us a while. Wow. (laughs) This is going to be fun. Yeah. That's why we're doing Lower Decks first, because we did need actually a break of some kind before we did X-Men. Well, all I can say is, because I haven't seen season four of X-Men. I think season four and five. The last two. The last two seasons. Yes. Which are very short, which are done by... Season five is short. Season four is not. Oh, well, never mind. I looked it up. It's as long as season three. Well, never mind. I think it's season five. Season five is ten episodes. Yeah, and apparently it's done by like a whole different animation studio, and it looks bad. Hmm? The from the clips I've seen, it does. Hmm. But either or, uh, so we'll get around to doing that. We'll do Lord X first, and we'll pop into X Men, do a year of that, and uh, we'll see what happens next. Yes, and I, I already have it split up when which episodes are grouped together, which ones aren't. Uh, the fun thing is, is that X-Men has odd numbered seasons. Okay. So sometimes we're only going to be reviewing one episode and it will not make any sense while we're doing so, but we're not splitting seasons between mm. on an episode. Okay. Just doesn't make sense to fair. But, and then there's a couple of like, like for instance, the uh, dark Phoenix saga. It's yeah. Five episodes. Yeah. So we'll have one. That's one episode. We'll do part one and two next episode, three and four, and then part five. Gotcha. But anyway, yeah. So and that, nah, continue. Yeah, so we'll do that. And I think the only bit, the other bit of news. Now, granted, this is not animation news, but it was actually funny. I saw it earlier today, and I showed Drew a few minutes ago. He watched it. He found it entertaining. But it was, I mostly found it. <laughs> you actually pulled that off exactly. But it's the announcement of a Deadpool three uh, from Marvel Studios. Andrew Jackman is going to be playing like Wolverine, Wolverine again. <laughs> And it's, be some, there's somebody in our uh, in our uh, da, 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 singles group that may be forced to watch Deadpool for the first time because she wouldn't have watched it otherwise. Who? I will say so off screen because I may now now that now that I've said that and you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm afraid I'm wrong. <laughs> gotcha. But anyway, gotcha. All right. Oh, yeah. That took oh, you a minute. that took you a minute. That took me a second. It's like, oh, OK, gotcha. All right. Are you ready to jump into the spoiler free section? Yes. Let's let's uh, let's Leo get into this. The Lion. Yes. 2005. Certified fresh and spoiler free. Now, the first thing you might notice, as I specifically said, it was Leo the Lion from 2005. Mm hmm. In some places, you're going to look this up. The same movie is labeled as coming out in 2013. Yes. Because the English version came out in 2013. Yes. Because the original version, which is Italian, came out in 2005. But all my all my stuff was labeling it 2005. That's why I continued that also. Fair. That being said. <laughs> yes, this was my first viewing. And uh. if I have any say in the matter, <laughs> it will be my only viewing of this film yes i do not suggest you go and watch it unless you want to see why i feel the way i do Mm. to put my feelings into context but that being said i'm surprised netflix paid for this anyway jacob what are your thoughts (laughs) 
Well, like you like like you said, be like first time watching this movie, and I actually really enjoyed it. It was a wonderful film. It was kind of funny. It was heartwarming. Why am I getting glared at? I'm not glaring at you. I'm wondering who who took your brain. Did you really enjoy this movie? No, of course not. I, I hate this film. Say this like this was this was I don't know bad like bad in all kinds of ways like let really me, really let really me put bad. It to you this way uh celeste from the uh peak devotions yes sent a text message to our discord because by the way we have a discord uh the uh you can go to our facebook to get, get a link to it and yes. she asked me on there or asked us actually what movie we're reviewing tonight and all i did was link the wikipedia page because mm-hmm. this has a wikipedia page yeah it's not very big. Do you know what the last line of the introductory paragraph of the Wikipedia is? What's that? This film gained notoriety for its poor quality and scathing reception by viewers and has occasionally been named as one of the worst animated films ever made. I could totally see that. Oh, yes. Totally see that. When I say that this is by, by far might be one the worst film we've ever seen i'm gonna say it's there could be there's one movie we have seen that may in your mind i don't know uh go up to bat for worst movie ever oh you've ever seen because we just reviewed it two episodes ago we did did. because i I can see how maybe from your perspective perhaps (laughs) food fight might have been worse Uh. but that, my thoughts on why I, this might be the worst mm-hmm. one will be made clear very soon. Yes, I, I can. I can definitely see your perspective. Oh yes, yes. Oh, yes. This is going to be a fun episode, people. So strap in. You know, you know. Make sure the their seat is weighted down because it's going to get rocky mm-hmm. really, really fast. Oh yes. <laughs> I, I think I think our like section may be less than a minute long. Maybe. I don't. I say less. I don't know what his is. So all, if all, he has any. So so all I can say is that I'm pretty sure we're gonna get the TAS pretty fast. Oh this yes. One. This, so this, so this will so, be. Uh, I have a gar- almost guarantee this will be Ugly Dolls in terms of episode length. Oh geez. Ugly yeah. Dolls was our previous shortest review. Yes. This is gonna be quick. I'm fairly certain. Oh yes. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Well, let's do that on the other side of the bumpers bumper that this podcast is a proud member of culture box whether you enjoy geeky reviews comedy or original fiction you can open up the culture box and find something excellent for your soul point your web browser to culturebox.media this week we suggest checking out stunning and brave where each week hosts chris cowan of the Babylon Bee, and Nate Henderson, of some boring budgeting job, confess their privilege, spotlight stunning social media posts, and fabricate outrage, all while keeping you super woke and enlightened. They will make you laugh. That's right. You have no choice. Check out Stunning and Brave at stunningandbrave.net. The Cellcast would like to thank the following patrons. Josh Adams, Ashley Ruiz, Book of Gaming. To get your name on the show plus uncut episodes, early access to the Cellcast plus reviews and special art from Jacob, please donate to us on Patreon.
The following is a spoiler-filled review for the film Leo the Lion, 2005. Listener discretion is not advised because this film is hot garbage. It's crap! <laughs> Actually, I hot garbage may be mean. More on that when we get to my conclusion. But however... Leo the Lion from 2005 was written and directed by Mario Camby and his only other credits on IMDb is a documentary called La Primavera de, del 2002 L'Italia Protesta L'Italia Si Firma which translates into English as the spring of 2002 Italy protests, Italy stops. Interesting. And he was director on that. Oh. This was also written by Pierre Stefano Maragoni. The cast includes Daniel Ameriman as Leo the Lion, and in the video game League of Legends, he plays Ezreal. Hmm. John Sigan as Uncle Lope, and he played Solidus Snake in Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Matthew Mercer was the voice of Maximus Elefante. Hmm. And he is the game master on the t on the YouTube uh, Real Play podcast, Critical Role. Yeah. And also, he was Tigra in the anime Thundercats. Da -da -da. I put that one in there for you. Ah, which, uh, which Thundercats? The new one? The anime thundercats oh anime thundercats the oh good okay. thundercats oh. i thought you said anime the good reboot of thundercats the good, not roar not roar not well i don't know he may be in that i hadn't checked mm. literally it said tigra and it said it was the anime thundercats and i said that's what i'm putting down there we go i didn't go too much deeper into that anyway amanda allen played savannah in this film and she played she was an actress which is mm. literally how it's the only way it's credited in a movie called room 104 hmm Porter Hansen played the shaman and he played or she played a doctor in dark metropolis, whatever that is. Debbie Derryberry played the baby elephants and she is the voice of Coco Bandicoot in the crash Bandicoot video games. Hmm. Mari Devon was Leo's mom and she was Togemon in Digimon. Hmm. Eileen Galindo was guru and Beatrice and she played uh, Vivian Garcia, Garcia Shapiro in the television series Phineas and Ferb, hmm. the mother of one of the kids. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael Sorich played Eli Font and Hyena Number One. Gosh. And he was Ishikawa in Ghost in the Shell. Oh, really? Yeah. Christina Puselli was Nanao and Baby Monkey Number Two. And she was Sunny in Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots. Huh. Grant George was the crocodiles and hyena number two, and he was Ant Man in Avengers Assemble, the uh, yes. Disney Channel movie yes. show. Yes, not the ultimate thing we watched. Okay. Uh, Fabiana Arestia was Zebra Mom, and in some Christmas movie I've never heard of called Santa's Apprentice, she played Mrs. Palmer. Hmm. Bailey Gamber Toglio played Spots and a Lion Cub. And she was the voice of Abigail Stone in Spirit Riding Free, the oh, television yeah. sequel to Spirit's Stallion mm -hmm. of the Cimarron. Yeah. 
Cole Sand was the voice of Ebony. And uh, he was Eli in the television series Troll Hunters and all its connected TV shows. Oh, okay. Uh, Terrence Stone was the voice of Snake, Hyena Number 3, and Vulture Number 1. And he was the innkeeper in the video game Hearthstone. Paulette Victor played Lifton. Sorry, Paulette Victor Lifton played Elephant Elder and Zebra. And she played a character named Bunny in Latte and the Magic Waterstone. I didn't have many choices on that one. Okay, gotcha. Colleen O'Shaughnessy played Baby Monkey number one. She is probably more famous for us, at least, for playing Tails in the Sonic the Hedgehog games and movies. Nice. Fred Stoller played the Hippo and Vulture number two. And he played a character named Gerard. In everybody in the sitcom, everybody loves Raymond. Ah, okay. There is one Kingdom Hearts connection. Really, Matthew Mercer, hmm. who played Maximus Elefante in this, is the char- voices the character of Ira in Kingdom Hearts. Hmm. If you are keeping up with uh, untangling Kingdom Hearts, while I have not mentioned this character specifically, I have mentioned the Pathfinders. Those okay. characters? I think okay. it's the Pathfinders. I may have to look this up and edit this part. But anyway, uh, he's one of those guys. Okay. You pick at the beginning of unta- of a Kingdom Hearts key. Okay. Just to put this so people know this, though he did not voice the character in that. He voiced him elsewhere. Got it. Anyway, that brings me to the end of our cast. Did this thing actually somehow make one red set? find out in info and stuff Jacob, yes, if you please. all right so info and stuff uh i, I do want to go into more be like oh this is this movie this movie and then it's like no it's not the lion king so moving on um, yes all right i think i would have preferred <laughs> the to watch the the king of the jungle one because that's somehow connected actually to kimba the white lion that people claim that the lion king ripped off yeah but that was more hamlet that it took inspiration from? Yes, but there it took some things from Kimba the White Lion also. Yeah. Either way. Either way. All right, so it has an IMDb of a not surprise 1.4 out of 10. That's higher than I expected. Watch. Uh, originally, you could watch on Netflix, but it's not on Netflix anymore. No, it's not. I wonder why they got rid of it. I wonder why. You can, however. You may. I don't know if you got this on there. Because mm. this is where I ended up watching it. All right. Freebie. Freebie. Okay. Freebie is a channel that you get for free on Amazon Prime. Oh. And it was free with commercials. Oh, okay. One wild guess which parts were my favorite. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you can go watch it there. Uh, it was distributed by Dozes Films and the. Some Italian name. No, no, it's not an Italian name. It's uh, the, uh, the Weinstein Company. Weinstein Company. Thank you. I, I could not read that word in my life. I the Weinstein se- Company. I remember seeing that logo and going, wow, this is a new low even for them. Exactly. <laughs> and they've gone low. Yeah. <laughs> the Weinstein Company distributed originally through for us in America through Netflix, which apparently Netflix realized this is a piece of junk film and dumped it. This is the reason why Netflix fired so many people from yeah. its animation department. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wouldn't be surprised though. <laughs> it's like, why did we buy this movie? Why? Why? 
Uh, so it was released in Italy originally on June 17th, 2005. It was in the U.S. dub version through Netflix on July on July 2013. So that's while the confusion. Yes. Box office. There actually is a box office for this in movie. Italy, probably. Yeah, in Italy. $222,737. And we have no idea what the budget is on this, do we? No, there, there's no... I'm going to still say it lost money. It probably did. <laughs> it probably did. Because I can't imagine even in the original Italian this was any better a movie. Boy, we are already ripping this thing to shreds. We are. This is going to be fun. Hmm. All right. So, oh, okay. Yeah. You ready to hear what this film is actually about, people? If it makes any sense. <laughs> Leo, a lion who is a vegetarian, struggles to fit in his pride. No, you think? While hunting for zebras with the other lions, Leo's mother dies by falling over a waterfall on the day he goes for his first hunt. After that traumatic experience, he develops a fear of water. Being bullied by the other lions, he leaves them and starts living in a tree. One day, he meets a female elephant, Savannah, and helps her deliver her twin baby elephants off screen. It is later mentioned that her husband, Eli Font, was killed by humans. No, he was killed by outsiders. They never said humans. Yeah, outsiders. However, it is revealed that he is he was actually knocked out by Maximus Elefante and is taken to a zoo. After the delivery, the little calves consider him to be their father and follow him constantly. When Leo decides... Well, hold on. He, they consider Leo. That's what I said. Okay, good. Admittedly, that was a tough little word. Little that, that was a little there, but oddly, yes. wor worldly word. When um, Leo decides to find the heart of the jungle, a place Leo's mother once told him about before she died, he is accompanied by the elephants and Uncle Lope, a gazelle. Get it? Uncle Lope, Lope instead of Antelope. They meet many other young animals on their quest, such as the uh, young zebra. They are meeting this, and I'm saying this now because they didn't bother to put this in the little thing, because somebody set the forest on fire. Somebody. Somebody. I say it that way because it was not 100% clear. I assume Maximus Elefante did it because he's the quote-unquote villain of this mm. film. Yeah. But they didn't actually say. No. It's just there was a forest fire. And that's why everyone got separated. Mm -hmm. After having lots of adventures, they eventually find the heart of the jungle, which is also the home of a female chameleon. That is the shaman. Mm -hmm. The latter allow allows the latter allows the two orphans, a leopard and a monkey, to stay in her place. On the way back, Maximus, who was following the company, finds the two baby elephants kidnaps them, and later claims he saved them from Leo, the evil lion. Maximus then tries to marry Savannah, but Leo turns up at the last moment and stops the wedding. Suddenly, a helicopter appears, shoots Maximus, and is defeated. Boy, I wish it happened that nicely. Mm -hmm. The movie finishes by showing Leo talking to his children. Two elephant-lion hybrids. Wow. And that is the end of the summary. We do have trivia. Contrary to popular belief, Spots the baby leopard is a female, not a male. 
I could have told you that. <laughs> the slow motion throughout the entire movie Whoa. is not actually slow motion. It's slow motion. It is taking a piece of footage and stretching it out. Slow motion. No. That is not how slow motion works. Okay. <laughs> slow motion works by shooting a film at a faster frame rate and then playing it back at a normal frame rate. Ah. This was literally put it on pause and stretch it out to fill the time necessary. Ugh. This has this slow motion has nothing to do with the type of slow motion that would have been used in such classic television from the 90s, Baywatch. Mm. This is nothing like that kind of slow motion. Oh, okay. Uh Michael Bay would be ashamed to call what he would see in this as slow motion since his slow motion is actually done much better. Yeah. This is done terribly. Yes. And of course, we've already talked about the mutant hellscape that is Leo's children with Savannah who are mutated <laughs> elephant lion offspring. Oh. Oh. I wish I had something to That's, drink right now. That, that was. Oh. That was. Yeah. The piece of corn. On top of the turd Sunday. <laughs> because I'm going to go ahead and get my one single solitary like okay. out of the way. Because I only have one. And you want to know what it is? What's that? The credits. Because the movie <laughs> finished and I was released from seeing this pile of garbage. Oh my. Okay. That's, that's fair. Totally fair. This is a bad movie. There is no way around it. It is. I'll get more into this in my dislikes. I'm just getting it out of the way because I'm really hoping you actually have more balanced views of this film than I do. Okay. But I hated this film. It was bad. Hmm. The best part about it is when we got to the credits and it's like, Oh, look, they used nice serif font for these credits on this in white with white text on a black background. Mm. And it's over. <laughs> no, it's not over because it's not. I forgot until just a second. It was not text on a black background. No, they re-edited shots from the film. That means like, even the credits were bad. The best part was when Amazon, when Amazon popped up and said, would you like to watch something else? And I said, no, <laughs> I would like to go wash my eyes out with bleach. All right. The thing I liked about, no, I will change this because since the, I can't use the credits, do you know what my favorite part of the film was? The commercial breaks, <laughs> because then I got to see quality filmmaking. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is a bad movie. I agree. With you. I have nothing else to add in the terms of positives. Oh, because okay. I don't have any positives. I tried. I thought on this for 24 hours, which is usually how much time I give one of these things. Yeah. I thought on it. I tried. And I can't give one ounce of positive criticism to anything in this. And I will explain why when we get to dislikes. So, so and so, so we can get to those dislikes, and I can explain my position in much greater detail. Jacob, do you have a like for this film? I do actually have a like okay. for this film. All right. So there again, this movie is not done very well at all. It's not. It's no. terrible. No. 
I can give the movie credit for the credit the movie is slightly given. So here is my likes. My first like is this movie be like the the opening shot there again, not very not well animated at all. Mm-hmm. The characters are bland and dirt. Mm-hmm. Let's agree there. It's bland mm-hmm. and dirt. The the point where the the mother's dramatic death, I found kind of it kind of pulled a little bit, a little. I'm not, I'm not saying this was a a uh, Mufasa scene where he you know no. he dies the you know the the evil scar's hand, which is mm-hmm. this movie's a ripoff of, obviously. I and don't think it is actually. Mm-hmm. I think it just uses animals. I don't think it has anything to do with the Lion King. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't do a whole lot of research into this, so if you know something, I don't. Oh, I don't know the the villain song, and it was oh yeah, bl- that, but, that but that that's just an obvious thing to try and pull. Of course, they didn't even do it right, but no, they couldn't do it right. <laughs> they couldn't do it right. But that scene was like okay, I'm I'm a little touched. I'm a little touched. Was like, okay, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That's what we say about that. It was pretty good. Um, I would say the. My number two like, my number two, I do have more likes than one. Like I said, I was hoping you were had a more balanced view of this film than I did. I was I literally could not come up with anything and was writing my likes and dislikes about half an hour before we started. Ah. And that's why I had to give up ah. on my likes. Fair enough. Dislikes Fair. like that. Likes. I gave up. <laughs> Get it. All right. So my second like, my second like for this film, it's it does give a I'm not saying there again this movie is not good. It is not good at all. It is bad. Mm-hmm. Very very bad. Mm-hmm. The the idea of this vegetarian lion which lions can be vegetarian that's how they're pre- they're predators. They're carnivores. They talking about that. I'll be talking about that. Yeah, exactly. So other than that <laughs> nonsense um oh my gosh, be like all I see is that stupid in credit musical they do it's like oh so bad so bad but we'll get there when we get there my second like is where this vegetarian lion goes to go find the heart of the jungle they're going air quotes i'm going here for our our friends on the podcast on the audio portion uh, audio portion here um is accompanied by a ragtag misfits of children and a what was he again? You mean Uncle Lope? Yeah, Uncle Lope. He was an antelope. Antelope. Was is that Uncle Lope? Okay. Yes. Still, that's the joke. Yeah, it's the joke. It's not a very good joke. But I, I do I do like I do like this I do like the dynamic of the characters. Uh you have the two baby elephants who see um whose tails are tied the entire movie yes it is for uh, i uh, the only thing i can assume is uh, they're they're twins so they're 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 bonded by the tail i guess until the very end which makes no sense uh other than that it's more the the dynamic between the two well these 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 baby animal baby animals and they're not cubs like the movie says over and over again they are not cubs i will give it this much that the only person I remember hearing calling them cubs was Leo. Mm-hmm. And I think he was just using a term he would normally use for lion offspring to refer to his Fair. offspring. Since in some ways this would have been his pride at the time. That is he does true. Say at near the end of the film that he is proud of them. Yes. I agree. 
Agreed. Fair. See, I did watch and I did pay attention. Yes. You should put my thoughts in much better light. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like the dynamic between the characters. Be like definitely between the monkey and the leopard. I think he's she's a leopard. Yes, yeah, Spots is a leopard. Spots is a leopard. I like the dynamic there. It's, it gives more like a fun, adventurous kind of or rambunctious feel to, yes. the, to the, the dynamic of the group. And I enjoyed where they're trying to chase each other. And it was, it was funny in a way. There again, visually not. It was terrible. But the, the, um, the characters getting along with each other I thought was interesting. The, there again, um, Number three, if I can bear to get a number three out of this. You've um, done better than I. Yes. I'm going to say if the movie ended. <laughs> just just very yeah. simple. It was it was an I hour. Have... It was an hour and 15 minutes. And it was about an hour and 15 minutes too long. Possibly. Yeah, I would agree <laughs> with you. It was. It was way too long of a film. But when it finally ended, I was like, great. The movie's over. Good. Yay. So so now I can go watch something that's a little more, that's a lot better, like Dragon Ball Z abridged on YouTube. Or in my opinion, Food Fight. Uh, <laughs> you watched Food Fight after this? No, but I would have re- preferred to watch that again over this film. Oh, yeah. 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 So that, That's the thing. Yeah. So yeah, let's get into dislikes. Oh yes, let's go fire away. My first dislike, or and I, Paul away, and I will admit, this is the most nitpicky thing I probably could have come up mm-hmm. with because while I hate this, mm-hmm. I think had the other two dislike or one the, the the other one of the other dislikes was not the case. Mm-hmm. I think this would have made for an interesting concept. Yeah, I agree. But the thing is, biologically. A lion cannot be a vegetarian. Agreed. It can't. It must eat meat. They're carnivores. Granted, you could have had a friendly lion movie. Mm -hmm. You want to know how I know this? The Lion King exists. Yeah. And Simba is a friendly lion to all of the creatures around him. Yeah. Except for maybe the bugs. Yeah. But... Which there again, bugs are a type of animal, and you know, a lion yeah. could technically survive on that, but yes. it'd be eating like almost the entire bugs on the planet. But and 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 at the same time, those bugs were not sentient like we saw the other animals that were seemed to be as sentient as Simba was. So true. That kind of works on that level. Agreed. No, and, and here's the thing. If he was if if he had chosen to be a vegetarian because he did not want to eat other thinking feeling creatures mm. i might be able to buy into that a little yeah if he was a vegetarian because he had some weird mutation and for some reason was allergic to meat yeah that would be a good explanation but why is he a vegetarian because he just likes plants more than he likes food and i'm thinking you should be dying on that diet mm-hmm. there is a reason you look emaci- emaciated Emaciated. Emaciated. There's a reason he looks emaciated throughout the entire film. You can see his ribs Mm -hmm. in every scene. It's part of his model. So somebody was thinking about this when they were doing this. I would agree with you there. He does not look healthy. No. 
at all for a lion, even in this art style, which is debatable if it's actually, if it's, if any count. But he, this would have killed him. Yeah. That choice would have killed him. He would not be able to produce his offspring that we uh. later see. But I think that's technically also biologically impossible. Yes. But even on a children's imagination level, I don't think this works. This is even talked about very well. It's not even a good point to bring up because the fact that he's a vegetarian lion adds nothing to the story. It's just reason why he's not immediately killing everyone that he meets for food. Mm -hmm. You could have worked around that with better logic and still not had him be a vegetarian lion. You could have him be a vegetarian lion, work around that, and it's still the important concept of the story because they... Here's the thing. I would write this off as just being a weird thing about this one lion in this weird world Mm -hmm. if it weren't for the fact that they had an entire song based on this going into the end credits, which Which, was completely unnecessary, by the way. I agree. It added nothing to the film. Like the other two songs didn't add anything to that film either, but Ugh. whatever. Yeah. And obviously this was a major point of contention for somebody in the in, working on this mm-hmm. since they spent some money. I don't know how much money was spent on this film. I suspect not a lot, but uh, some money was spent on doing this stupid little music video that I'm convinced was trying to hypnotize kids into being vegetarians. Because there was plenty of that kind of imagery as he was going down the, yeah. the vine thing. It's like, oh look, that could be a hypnosis wheel. I don't know if that's what they're going for. I want to, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that that's not what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But there was also some other little weird things. But we'll not get into that be- until we get to my last dislike, because mm-hmm. it will be the coup de gras on this thing. By the way, uh, <laughs> vegetarian lines can't exist, and even if you were to, even if he could in a strange little storied way, if you could have come up with it, they didn't even handle the fact that he was a vegetarian lion very well. That's my first dislike. Okay. What's yours? The animation in this movie is hot garbage. Yeah. It is absolute hot garbage. There, There is... I can't think of a single frame where it doesn't look like the animation is jumping, it's jittery, it's it's not done very well. I can't I can't give it this when they do descri- uh, when the the base model for Leo being a gaunt um, starving lion. He looks like a starving lion. Yeah, I can give it that the rest. It looks so clunky. It is clunky. It is just it is just miserable to look at. Mm-hmm. Like looking at the reviews on IMDb. It's just depressing. Yes. And this movie is depressing. The animation was. This is appalling animation to the highest extent. Mm -hmm. And in a way, I'm grateful it was the last movie on Bad Movie Month because it deserves that title. Animation-wise, it sucks Mm -hmm. beyond measure. Yes. It has be like there, it's like they literally 
put no effort into anything animation wise in this film. Nothing. Absolutely zero, except for Leo's design. That's it. Someone put thought into his model design since he's a vegetarian yeah. lion. Of course, he would be emaciated because he's not being nutritionally fed. Yes. Well, I, I want to take something back. I want to take something back real fast. Be like, there are some animation points where, like, there's like a design on an elephant that's very interesting. Leo, Leo the lion's design is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I can give that movie that. So I'll put that at my number three back there. Thank you very much. So, other than that, the animation in this movie is appalling. It's garbage. There, there's hardly anything in this film is worth looking at except, oh my gosh, my eyes are bleeding from how terrible the animation is in Agreed. this film. Period. That is my number one. What is your number two? My number two dislike. Maximus Elefante. Oh gosh. Is a horrible villain. First off, I have no idea what his motivation is for for anything he does other than He's the biggest and the strongest, so he thinks he's going to be the biggest. He wants to be the king of the elephants, which somehow makes him the king of the jungle, from what I can tell. Right. But at the same time, I, I can see that that's a good motivation for him to take out Eli Font, mm-hmm. the previous king. Yeah. That's not a good motivation for why he chases Leo and the kids across what the desert the desert i don't know what this area is supposed to be but i'll get to that in a minute yeah but he chases them across everywhere and i can't figure out why he did so Mm. yeah he's looking for them yeah he's able to follow a trail but honestly after he you know got shot by the uh tranquilizers and was kind of going crazy in the elephant graveyard right i expected that to be his final scene it's like oh yeah he tried to do this and it did nothing. Yeah, that would that, been, that would have been a good scene. That would have been that would really, have been a great really, way for him to go out no, for what he it was because he's a third rate villain at best. Yeah, and yet he keeps going. And it's like, will you go away, Elefante? Matthew Mercer, I don't. I've not. I've know. I've seen you in some stuff, and you are a good actor from what I have seen. Mm-hmm. This was your worst performance, and it's not even your fault. Mm-hmm. because you had no good writing on this yeah there was this there's no reason for maximus to eat to be like this it maximus elefante is a condom is a dark spot on any per character named maximus he is the worst maximus ever i agree and he's not a good villain and his villain song is atrocious yeah i agree it is and it's not even edited good. No, it's not. And let don't get me started on the fact they couldn't keep the Nazi elephants in step with each other. <laughs> That's right. They couldn't. <laughs> it felt like they intentionally didn't keep them in step. And I'm like, why? That's any, any research, any basic research into not the Nazis mm-hmm. will bring you across the video segment that you were trying to copy mm-hmm. because you were obviously trying to show that he was an evil, evil elephant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a white elephant too. I wonder what that's supposed to mean, mm. but I'm not even going to get into that because they didn't even carry that done. Well, no on him on that part. And they couldn't keep stupid elephants unless like any junior high marching band player 
will tell you that you have to stay in line when you are marching. Whether you're military style or your core, you have to see in step and in sync with everyone. If you're military, that means not just the people on the left and right, not just the people ahead of you, but even at the all cardinal directions, north, south, east, west, northwest, southwest, east, northeast, southeast, whatever. All was that eight? Yeah. yeah eight, all eight directions. They weren't in lockstep with, they were only in lockstep with one direction. And it stood out like a sore thumb that they didn't even keep them in step. And Ma if Maximus can't even keep his imaginary henchmen in line, oh my because God. these elephants never show up again. No, they don't. This is his imaginary, this is his imaginary henchmen. Uh -huh. He can't even keep them in line. How can I expect him to do even the most basic villainous thing in this film, much less even be a a leader of these elephants or the rest of the jungle. If he can't keep his own henchmen, his own imaginary henchmen in line, he's not going to be able to keep any real henchmen in line, much less anyone else on this, in this jungle. Even though we only see maybe 30 other people in this mm -hmm. jungle. Maximus Elefante is a poor excuse for a villain. Mm -hmm. What is your second dislike? My second dislike is the writing. The story in this movie is absolutely pointless. It's so just like to me, to me, like mm -hmm. it looks like they took the land before time and the Lion King mashed together mm -hmm. and made, tried to make a story out of it and was so completely lazy doing it. Yes. And the story, like literally it, it's, it's, it's not as bad I'm going to say this. It's not as bad as Titanic. The legend goes on when it comes to the freaking story editing. Granted, there's not as many repeated scenes. Yeah, agreed. It's the only part I'm going to give you on that because okay. I think Titanic was better than this. <laughs> I would agree. Specifically, with you. Titanic, the legend goes on. Obviously, the real Titanic was a better film than this. Yeah. But that goes without saying. Yeah, I would say. I would say that. Definitely say that. This movie, the story, like where the story is going is absolutely insane <laughs> because it takes those two basic premises from those two legendary movies mm -hmm. and can't keep its story straight mm -hmm. <laughs> because you have Leo the lion who is a vegetarian for and, no good reason. Yeah. And is his uncle. Uncle Lope. Uncle Lope. The most and annoying antelope Lope. on the on the savannah. Agreed. Oh my gosh, his dentures. Oh, oh gosh. <sighs> yes. So you, you have the story of be like his mother and his her her dying words tells him where the heart of the she doesn't tell him where this no, just tells him to search out the heart of the jungle. Yeah. Which I'd like to point out was not in the jungle. No, it wasn't. It was underground. <laughs> in the middle of the desert. You may call it the savannah. I'm I'm sure it was supposed to be the savannah, mm -hmm. and I'm sure the reason it's not actually a savannah is because they couldn't afford to put that much grass on the ground. Oh my Sorry. gosh! Yeah, I'm, I'm slowly going into my third dislike, but we'll let you finish yours. Thank second. you, thank you. Before Appreciate. I tear this film a new one. <laughs> Anyways, like we're, we're they like the mother tells him go look for the heart of the jungle. 
So in the very first scene between his stupid uncle and our, our main protagonist is like, oh, we don't know where the heart of the jungle is, but we know the we know where the guardian is, which is this, you know, want to be Pascal. <laughs> which there again, be like the entire movie. There's some be like, we don't know where the heart of the jungle is. We're literally just walking into the we're walking here. Oh, I know where the heart of the jungle is now. Like. Like and how? How do you know how? this? How do you know where the heart of the jungle is when you first set up in your film? You have no idea where your story is going. You're literally making up as you go. Mm-hmm. And so be like, we, we get this band of misfit kids, which I think is a very good idea when you have a band of misfit kids. Yeah. There again, the land before time did it much better. Mm-hmm. And it's not as weird. Mm-hmm. So this story goes all over the place. Be like, you go, you use different segments from all these other greater films, mm-hmm. try to make a story out of it. You mm-hmm. can't do it very well. Mm-hmm. You like, you know, Maximus Telefonte. Oh my gosh. This the, character, the, the puns in this film. Yes. Oh my gosh. You actually like something. <laughs> no, I don't like these puns. <laughs> you said you liked it. I did not say I liked the puns. <laughs> okay. Well, never mind then. I thought he actually liked something other than the credits, the ending of the movie. Continue. Okay. I'm trying to hold back because I'm about to go off. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, the, the story itself makes no sense. Be like, we're, we're given this is a movie that's literally trying to find its own story. And in the end, there is no story. This is a pointless mindless worthless of a journey that is taking two films two powerhouse stories from the lion king and the land before time and can't even point itself in a singular direction to save itself Mm -hmm. and literally these characters should have died in the desert that's all I'm saying for this one. Let, let's hear your ripping this movie a new one. To quote the Power Trip podcast, many times when they were reviewing Power Rangers Operation Overdrive. Oh, gosh. Rant Master activated. Well, Jacob, I have one question that will start this off that I think you can answer. Okay. What is my rule? About bad movies? Bad movies. What is my rule? I've said it a couple times you during have. Bad Movie Month. Ah, uh, if it's not a likable, be like, if you don't like the character. No. Oh, wrong one. No, 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 no. If you can't be good, be, f- be, be interesting. True. <laughs> this is the most uninteresting film I've ever watched. <laughs> it is. Agreed. And I've And I thought about it. Over the course of the last, since I finished the film, what's the, why is this film so boring? Why is this film so dumb? What does this film do that the, that, uh, the emoji movie, sorry, what does this film not do that the emoji movie, food fight and Titanic, the legend goes on. <laughs> I have to keep that going. Uh, what does those three films do? That this movie did not do to keep it interesting. 
Do you want to know what that is? What? People actually cared mm-hmm. about those moves. It may not have been everybody. They may all, all four of these films, let's be honest, are a bit of cash grabs. Mm-hmm. We'll admit. Agreed. But somebody in the emoji movie cared. You want to know how I know this? Because it's not really that bad in film. Yeah. It's a bad film. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But there was stuff to like about that film. Yeah. Agreed. Food fight. Its biggest problem was that they stole the hard drives and had to remake the film in a hurry. And that's what causes 90% of the problems. Granted, it may not have been that good a film to start with, but we'll never actually know Mm -hmm. because at least the script tried. Yeah. Agreed. Somebody on that film in the version we saw cared. Yeah. Agreed. Titanic. The legend goes on. The animation of the sinking of the Titanic, even if they were just caught rotoscoping off of James Cameron's film, which I somewhat suspect they were Mm. the writing of this, where they actually tried to make all the things they were ripping off work together in a mostly seamless fashion. Yeah. It granted it had troubles. At the very least, somebody cared enough to make a half decent ripoff of Titanic and mix it with Cinderella and an American tale and tried with the animation. Yeah. Somebody on that film cared. Agreed. Nobody, I suspect, cared about this film. (laughs) About Leo the Lion. So nobody tried and nobody cared. I'm not even going to blame the voice actors for this because in most cases, they're probably just trying. This is the kind of film I suspect you pick up much like you would uh, the Monster High movies or a Barbie movie Mm -hmm. or something like that. You pick it up not because you care about the property or you think you can add something to it from an actor's perspective. You do it to make to make a paycheck because they need as much paychecks as anybody else does. Sure. And this was obviously made before Matt Mercer had critical role. Very obvious mm. because I don't think he'd have been in this if he could choose that now. Mm. Granted, could be wrong. I don't know what he's doing right now. I haven't actually looked very far into his IMDb. I actually didn't look into his IMDb at all outside of what he was popular for, but nobody else cared. Nobody else tried to care. The animation sucks. The modeling sucks. The one character they tried with and actually did some decent work with in uh, Leo the Lion himself. Mm-hmm. He's not even that good a model. No, he's not. He, they tried. They they took whatever art style this was mm-hmm. and tried to make a decent model out of it. And granted, maybe that's the one little bit of trying that's actually in this. But for the most part, even that sucks. Mm-hmm. The acting sucks. Granted, a lot of the reason the acting sucks is because the writing sucks. The logic behind the writing sucks. Do you know how long it took me to realize that the quote-unquote white water that's in the heart of the jungle was supposed to be milk? (sighs) Where'd the milk come from? Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. And it's not even has the consistency of animated milk. It looks like water, white water-colored water. It looks like, you know know how when... um, when they fix the, fa- the water fountain, the, the, the water up at the mm-hmm. church, 
and that one water fountain there that's there by the choir room. Yeah. When you when they first did that and you would go to push that, do you remember the color water that come out of that? Yeah. It looks like that. <laughs> You're not kidding. And it shouldn't. It I literally thought this is this has got some impurities in this water or some kind of silicate that's dissolved in this. And that was supposed to be milk. It didn't look like milk. A good night, the stupid Pascal wannabe and her shape changing abilities. Oh, gosh. It's one thing to have your chameleon change colors and kind of hop around because she's not really teleporting, but she's using uh, her camouflage to move around in a very quick reason for some reason. That's one thing. Yeah. But now, oh, she can change her face to look like other people? Why? She's a shaman? Whoop-de-doo. That's... They never make it act like magic was involved. Yeah. Not really. And kind of, sort of. I mean, the, the rainbow slide thing that was not in the right order of the colors <laughs> of the rainbow? Oh, you're right. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Look, I even thought maybe they're trying to be a little preachy and there's a little bit of... Uh, I don't know, li more liberal thinking. Maybe that's supposed to be a pride flag. Who knows? I don't know. I can't really tell because if there was, if it was even supposed to be a pride flag, it didn't really communicate that very well. And the thing is, I looked it up. It's not even the right order for the colors of the rainbow on the pride flag. <laughs> what? what? And that's the thing. The movie feels like in certain places, it's trying to be preachy about you vegetarians are better people. And like I said, I thought maybe that the, the, the rainbow slide might have been a reference to that. I can't really tell. Yeah. Want to know why? They didn't. The writing's not even good enough to tell me when you're preaching to me. You're not even communicating ideas. Mm -hmm. What was the point? of What was the message of this film? Nothing. Food Fight had a message. Yeah. Titanic, the, le the legend goes on, had a message. The Emoji Movie had a message. Leo, the stupid vegetarian lion, has no message that's clearly communicated. I'm not saying it didn't have a message. Follow me here. What message it had, I can't tell because it was not clearly communicated in the writing of the story. Granted, I don't need you to come at the end like at the end of Transformers or G.I. Joe or Sonic the Hedgehog and you tell me, here's the moral of today's story, kids. Though I have a bad feeling that's what the stupid vegetarian song at the end was supposed to be. Uh, I don't know, because yeah. even if they're saying vegetarians are somehow better people and you should be one, that message isn't even communicated clearly. There is no clearly communicated message in this film. And to make matters worse, every frame of animation of image in this film is so dully created i barely watched this film because i got so bored with this film mm -hmm. and i didn't get bored because it was a not a movie i could get into it's not a film I dislike because of preference. This is not a film that is bad because I didn't like it. Yeah. This is a film that is truly an awfully bad 
from every angle I look at it. It offends me as an artist. But that's the only way it can offend me because it can't even clearly communicate a message that would make me be offended by it by any other way. It offends me because it is a thing that existed and it's an hour and 15 minutes of my life that will never come back. If I even see a physical copy of this film, I will, I don't even know what I'll do. I can't purchase it in a store because that's giving money to these people. The fact that my viewing of this film was on a freebie thing that Amazon does with commercials means that the people who paid those commercials technically paid money to Amazon to show this because that means Amazon had paid money for rights to this because Netflix was smart enough to get rid of it. Somehow, in an indirect fashion, I paid for this film and I want my money back. Despite the fact I did not pay a one physical red cent. This film is bad. You should not watch it. Not even to find out why I hate it. That is really my feelings on this. Because no Body cared to try to make a decent film out of this. And that is my rant for today. Nice. What is your third and final dislike? My Jacob? my third and final dislike of this abysmal film. Uh, I'm going to come with a warning on this one. Oh my gosh, that poor mother zebra. Poor mother zebra. So this poor, this is terrible, absolutely horrendous what they did in this film. Uh, this poor mother zebra having to being forced to milk all, be like, give her milk to all of these, ba all of these baby elephants or whatever. I'm thinking like, you just violated this poor zebra and forced her to do something she did not want to do. It wasn't like she was no. be like, oh, I'm really no, going to no, do no, this. No, 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 It's so much worse than that. It's not consensual. <laughs> they, no, no, she, they did not, they, they did tackle her to stop her from running away. Yeah. Because they thought the lion was attacking her. Yeah, agreed. She did willingly give up that milk. Okay, well, never mind then. But the thing is, that milk probably isn't good for the animals that drink from it. No, it's not. I'm not going down that road. I'm uh, past. This movie is almost gone. Okay. From my life. Okay. Just a rating and editing and I'm done. Posting. I hate to see what album art you're making for this. Uh, I got something. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> it has nothing to do with this film. I bet it doesn't. I'm really looking forward to Tangled, by the way. Let's get there. Finish your thought. Uh, yeah, that was that was a very cringy part of the movie. Like, I I I I I agree. You came in there and said, like, oh, this is what they're actually doing. Totally understand. It, does, it doesn't matter that it was consensual. It's still disgusting. It, is it disgusting. still should not have been there. I'm not happy when we saw the elephants drinking from their mother after they were delivered off screen. Yeah. 
that was weird. They're gonna be like it's it's more part nature, whatever. But yeah, it's nature, the, but that doesn't mean I want to see it. Yeah, exactly. And oh my gosh, just to get this out of the way, the 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 stupid fusion part of the elephant what? lions. Oh my! I, I literally, was I was like, I, I was literally part of my first, but what the hell? Yes. What in the living hell was that? That's <laughs> when the movie went from being this is trash to fever dream. Yeah, pretty it's much. Like, this is even worse than being bad. It's bad and a fever dream at the same time. It's like you're telling me the elephant and this stupid vegetarian lion hooked up and are now married. What the flamingo and had kids? <laughs> yeah, somehow. <laughs> yeah anyways this movie is terrible don't go watch it promise you be like it's yeah, not worth it not worth it, it. it is not worth not it. not worth it we need to rate this thing rate it i know we talked about at food fight as i asked you at that time what the lowest rating we could give yeah and you said 0. 0.5 and i said yeah i'm rating this 0. 0.5 i don't care i am overruling you Okay, go for the it. The lowest rating we will give on the Cellcast podcast and the rating I am giving this film, if it's even nice to call this a film, is a 0.0. This is, this, it was not even fair. To, I cannot even call this film absolute flaming garbage because that is an insult to absolute <laughs> flaming garbage. This film should not have been allowed to exist. Agreed. What are you rating it? Oh my gosh. Oh, why am I so torn? Why am I so torn? I, I'm torn between your your rating, which is a zero, mm -hmm. zero point zero, and a zero point five. Because there there was the tiniest, tiniest little things in this movie that I I didn't enjoy, but I like the concepts of them. So I'm um, there again. This is a flaming pile of garbage that needs to be disposed of. And uh, I, I am, I am, I am torn. I am conflicted with the, the rating I want to, because the, there was parts here and there, the little glimmers that in the, the heap of this dung was kind of good, but it was, it's so far in there. You're, 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 you're Liam, you're a uh, Dr. Malcolm and you know, his famous line from Jurassic park. Uh, that's one. You big... were so concerned with whether or not you could, you never stopped to consider if you should. <laughs> exactly. Or like, that's one big pile of turd <laughs> to paraphrase what the, the, uh, the good doctor said. Um, yeah. Oh, let's, let's just go with it. Zero point zero. This was bad. This was ladies really, and gentlemen. Really yeah. This film has just set a record low that cannot be physically surpassed. Mm -hmm. The real question is, will anything ever match it? The film Leo the Lion of 2005 has a unanimous rating of 0, 0.0. Deuce goose eggs. Don't go watch this film. Do not watch this film. That being said, Jacob... We do have one positive light yes. on this episode, and we are about to jump into it, ladies and gentlemen. The series finale of Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. And the masters of the universe. Thundercats are on the moon. Thundercats are loose. 
say something about this intro since that's the last time i'll get to play this version yes you will i just realized that without you know how when you're doing something creative Mm -hmm. and you realized you did something without meaning to and it's amazing that you did it okay i just realized that without intending to i picked theme songs that when put to if you were to mix them mix their shows together are this tank is rapunzel's tangled adventure you're not kidding I didn't even intend it. Hmm. And I've, and spoiler warning, I've already done the, made the intro for the next one. And I've kind of done it that too. So if this is not, I, while I was not intending this, huh. this was going to be the format going forward on these. Nice. But anyway, we do need to talk about the series finale of Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. Plus est en vous. Mm-hmm. Parts one, two, and three. Directed by Benjamin Ballesteri, Philip Pignotti, and Shane Zalvin. Written by Jace Rickey. The summary, Rapunzel reaches the end of the journey. She started with the Black Rocks and must make a final decision to save everything and everyone she loves. Because this is the final episode, I will be naming every cast member. The cast includes Zachary Levi as Eugene Fitzherbert and Feltspark. Mandy Moore as Rapunzel, Eden Espinoza as Cassandra, Clancy Brown as King Frederick, Julie Bowen as Queen Ariana, Jeremy Jordan as Varian, James Monroe Eagleheart as Lance Strongbow, Bruce Campbell as King Edmund, Tara Fitzgerald and Jennifer Veal as Zantiri, Timothy Dalton as Demanitus, Paul F. Tompkins as Shorty, Vivian Vencer as Kiera slash Angry. Ruby J as Catalina slash Red. Jonathan Banks as Kieran. Kim Coates as Hector. Kelly Hugh as Adira. Suzanne Blakesley as Old Lady Crowley. Richard Kind as Monty. And Steve Blum as Atella. Woo woo. Great cast. Indeed. Trivia for this episode. Kira's previous outfit and hairstyle and Catalina's previous outfit and hairstyle are briefly shown during the prize of the song Life After Happily Ever After from Tangled Before Ever After. It is unknown if Cassandra's burned arm is healed at the end of this episode. Hmm. In a reoccurring error that began all the way back in Tangled Before Ever After, this episode's title plus est en vous is meant to mean there is more in you in mm-hmm. French. However, to actually say this sentence in French is il y a plus en vous. Mm. When Rapunzel and her mom are on the hills, Rapunzel is shown to be wearing her original outfit while she and her mom are racing back to the snuggly duckling. Cassandra said Rapunzel had Varian imprison her in Amber, but it was actually Xantiri herself that pushed that button. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this out there. And they got this kind of, this was actually in the goof section. Yeah. From Cassandra's point of view, Varian is the one who fired that. Yeah. From her point of view. So that's not really a goof. No, it's not. Just saying. 
Uh, Varian's backpack only appears on the back on his back when he is walking to the Demanus's tomb alongside Rapunzel, Eugene, Kiera, Catalina, Lance, and Maximus. When the song Through It All Ends, Kieran is not shown showing to be wearing his gloves. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, Varian's backpack disappears when he is at the Snuggly Duckling, when he, Kieran, and Rudiger at their home are at their home working on the heated water system. Jacob, I want to thank you. You're welcome. For getting us on this series. And I want to ask for your forgiveness for putting such a long break in between season one and two when I got distracted from editing these episodes before we decided to put these at the end of full episodes. I do want to say that because this was a great ending to this franchise. And I'm sorry it took us two years to do it. Uh, it's all right. I'm sorry. Be like, hey, we get distracted. We get be like, hey, life goes. And I'm, I'm very grateful that we finally got around to doing it. Indeed. Because this was an amazing episode. Yes, absolutely. I was on the seat of the beanbag chair as I was, <laughs> edge, edge of the beanbag chair as we were, as I was watching us thinking, how are they going to get to the end? Because I knew going into it, just because of the way these things are written, it's somehow there. And because I had seen a picture on the stinking wiki. <laughs> Thanks, wiki that they were going to get together at the end of this and yes. everything was going to be fine. I'd yeah. seen the picture of the hug. Mm-hmm. I knew the hug had to happen and I was hoping it was not right before a backstab. Yeah. Thankfully it was not right before a backstab, <laughs> but I honestly had no idea how we were getting there. Yeah. Throughout the entire episode, the entire three episodes, I should say. But because this is really more your thing, and I don't want to steal the spotlight from you, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and talk first? Oh my gosh. The final three episodes of Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure, formerly known as Tangles, the series. Tangle the Series, is such an amazing love letter to the amazing writing, the amazing story, the amazing cast, the amazing animation in this story, to the final Cassandra, Cassandra am I saying that right? Cassandra? No, I'm saying Crescendo. Crescendo. Cassandra. I'm gonna say it wrong anyway. It's Latin. Yes. Um this 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 episode, these episodes are done very well, done beautifully. Uh yeah, there again, like you said, there are a few errors here and there. That's minor. That's minor. That's all I, I oh I only include goofs if they don't give me a lot of trivia to work with. Yeah. And this thing literally had only two things of trivia. I'm thinking, only two? Yeah. So <laughs> we, granted, I could have thrown in like what are the fi- what are the, what are the final appearances in this film in this in this episode? Mm-hmm. It's like eh, everything's kind of the final appearance of it, except for the characters who will go on to be in Tangled Ever After. Yeah, the short that takes place after this. Yeah, and that brings to a good you know you know thing that we can talk about later. But yes. th- this three episodes are amazing. They are so well done. Um, the idea that now the 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 citizens, the kingdom of Corona, have to take back their own kingdom mm-hmm. from Cassandra, who has gone completely mother gothel, has gone completely oh, power yes. mad, is so obsessed with her own destiny that she is blinded by all the hatred, all the mm-hmm. rage, and it is so well done with how her villainy kicks up to you know eleven and beyond, and we get. Uh, Zantiri, Zantiri, be you know, finally seen, be like, we're kind of know what she's she's up to. This for be like, 
we know what she's what she's doing. Be like, oh, okay. Be like, we have this, we have the uh, the eclipse coming. We have the eclipse coming in this yeah. episode, and it somehow is going to block out. It's going to block out the sun. We're nearing Rapunzel's powers, useless. And this this whole setup is so well done. And then you like have all the characters going on these grand adventures in between here and there. You have um, oh, what was it? Yeah. Back me up on this one. Um, so you have the the team has to go to where, where's the first place they have to go to to uh, they have to crap. What is it? You talking about Demanitus's tomb? Yeah, they have to go to Demanitus Demanitus's tomb. They have to. They have, I can't remember what they're what they're looking for. What is it? Oh yeah, they're the, looking for the plants for the portal. Yeah, they're looking for the plants for the portal. Thank you. I just I kept forgetting. Well, like what what were they doing there? And it's like they're trying to find the plants, and of course you get the the silly thing. It was like oh. Uh, they get turned into monkeys. They, they get turned into monkeys. Like, swift with monkeys. Yeah, like that was funny. That was that was funny. Like Lance, of course, cannot help himself but do something. So he makes the comedy relief and uh, makes this scene even funnier. Immediately, even though this is more of a serious, it's a serious point, but they have to make a funny joke out of it. Mm-hmm. And like this is how they, like it blends comedy and you know seriousness and action and adventure with silly comedy. It makes it done very well. That's how you're supposed to do comedy. Yes. Not slapstick, stupid. Doesn't make any sense. A slapstick can be fun. In, it can in, be. in its in its way. In its way, but nuance. Be like this. All, all I can think is like the story itself. The story itself is amazing. You have the final confrontation between uh, Rapunzel and Cassandra. Cassandra or Cassandra. How are we going to pronounce her name? Cass. Cass. <laughs> Let's just say Cass. <laughs> okay, Cass. Cass would be like, and this. Like the competition between the two is be like Rapunzel is trying her best to get to, you know, try to bring her, her friend back. But there's just no doubt. Be like, it's Cassandra has drink, has drinking her, drinking, has drinking her own uh, orange juice or whatever. Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Thank you. I was going to say milk, but that's just ugh. But, not but, after what we just talked about. You're not. <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we don't talk about that movie. We don't talk about Leo. <laughs> That's the name of this episode, by yes. the way. Yes, there we go. We don't talk about Leo. We don't talk about uh, Leo. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't think about that just now. That's hilarious. Title, everybody. Title drop. Title drop. So yeah, it's it's so great. I mean, like Zentiri is just like almost he's she's almost like the perfect villain. Oh my be like, I, I don't know. Be like, I'm kind of torn. Be like, is she like the perfect villain? Yes. Yeah, she was setting up. She 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 was setting this whole thing up from the very beginning. Oh yeah, her, the act. Her actions are entangled. The yeah. movie. Yeah, granted, they're not in your face. They're yeah. not even mentioned. I bet the writers of Tangled didn't even know about it. No. But the writers of the show did such a good job. Agreed. Connecting everything. Uh, I actually want to go back to season one. Because I want to see if her uh, wardrobe had the sun and moon on it. Huh. Because I noticed that here the first time it showed up before they sh- they made it obvious. Yeah. I go, there's a sun and moon. That's that's them as sisters. Yeah. <laughs> How far back were they thinking this through? A lot. <laughs> and then I realized they had to have had some idea because Rapunzel is gold. And... 
Cass in her handmaiden outfit is wearing silvery blue. blue. Sun, moon. Ah! They thought this through. They thought Good this storytelling. through far too quickly. I, it's, it's one of those things where you have to go, did they really think of this back in before ever after when this first showed up or were this, was, did they really have this ending in mind or did this is all this nice, happy happenstance. And I don't, I can't believe this is happenstance. They had to have been thinking of this when they started the series, even if they didn't know exactly how it was going to end. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm almost guaranteed they knew exactly where they were going because they're planting seeds throughout season one of what's going on. Like who the bill, who the, be like who the Zentiri is, the entire enchilada. Be like they don't give you everything, but they're planting seeds. Mm-hmm. And then we get in season two, we're getting even more seeds planted, and they're growing and growing and growing until the end of season two. It's like yes. boom, there you go. Then you get season three. Dude, which if, is- if, if somehow you are listening to this episode and you have not, and you have not, by hearing us talk about it, not dipped your toe into tangled the series. Slash yeah. Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> you should. You should go back and watch the whole stinking thing. Just throw in Tangled, get you a little bit of a refresh. Mm-hmm. What? Go find Before Ever After because for some stupid reason they had to list it separate from the rest of the series. It's just weird. Then go watch Rapunzel's Tang- uh, Tangled the series, season one, Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure two and three, and then just to as a nice little after dinner mint. <laughs> tangled ever after yes which we have we'll talk about at a later date yes so there again we the the our, our characters build build the build this gate to trap in Zentiri like uh Domanicus did before and this gets really interesting to me like this episode does so many or at least episode three does very well i'll get into that to a minute but Oh my gosh! Be like the our, our some of our most of our cast gets sucked into the uh, the 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 outer world or whatever it's called, <laughs> the lost world, the lost world or whatever it is. And the minute they went in there, I kept thinking, and and they first show it the first time. I'm thinking, shouldn't this look a little bit more like like the the space worlds in Kingdom Hearts three? Because that's kind because it kind of looks like that, and it kind of doesn't. Yeah, and I was like, this is really interesting, and then. Varian gets a snake in his hair. Yeah, because <laughs> like, oh the, wow, yeah, that gets interesting. That gets off the wall. It does, it does, and it's. I'd be like, there again, this is a good. I'd be like, there again, be like, some people could point this out. It's like, well, this is more filler or something. It's it's funny filler, but it's it's done there's, very well. There are two kinds of filler. Yeah, there's filler that adds nothing. Yeah, and there's filler that tells you about characters. Yes. This is all character stuff. Yes, it's fun, but you still get very quick ideas. Is like just slight more character development on every single one of these characters, and plus, it gives you a great ending on how they get out. Yeah, agreed. Because we haven't got to this part yet. <coughs> but good night. The whole thing where they're fighting in the tower against Adira. Oh yeah, and that whole thing. And so good. Hang on. So good. I need to pick up the phone. Because I called it. You did call it. I told you for a fact that King Edmund had to have been in the Brotherhood also, and he was technically under control of the of the mind trap. Uh-huh. They never showed it until this episode, and I was this far 
from saying, okay, somehow he didn't get pulled in under that because mm-hmm. throughout most of this episode, he's fine. He's with our hairs. He's as good as he's everyone else. And then the minute, the minute I real, it becomes obvious it's happening. It's like, you did such a good job of, of hiding this in this entire time to the point uh-huh. where I almost forgot I mentioned he had to be a villain. <laughs> or not villain, but the be under the spell. And then you showed it as like, thank you. <laughs> and thank you for hiding it because this is actually a much bit. Be- okay. We knew Kieran was going to come up with it and it was going to get hit by this. Yeah. They kind of hinted at it. Oh, yeah. So the fact that they kind of take care of him without it being a big deal yeah. for the most part, I thought was brilliant because then it puts you off. It's like, yeah. Yeah, there's no more surprises left. And then they get to fighting Adira, and it's like, oh, oh, Bruce Campbell's going to be a villain for a minute. Okay. A very good minute. A very good minute. That was fun. That was good. And it was, and the way they handled it were how uh, he was, uh, he, King Edmund destroying the mind trap Mm -hmm. and how uh, just, you can tell that Eugene finally got through to him. Yeah. Under that, I was like, oh, so much. That's done so well. This is good animation. This is good storytelling, guys. Agreed. And also, to be like, a, a good thing, it's like this aired, this idea of like forgiveness and uh, reconciliation. Be like, the, the uh, one of those points you really love of storytelling is where if a character has a redemption arc. Yes. And like, Cassandra has it in spades oh, in this one. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love. I love her. I'm a, I'm a sucker. I am a sucker for redemption stories. Uh huh. And they have did such a good job to make the redemption at the end of this, mm-hmm. at the end of this episode, they made it do so well because it took all three seasons to get her to this point. Oh yeah. To the point you had to get first, you had to get her to the point where her betrayal at the end of season two made sense. Mm-hmm. And then you have her dig herself deeper and deeper into that hole and see the machinations Zantiri was get, doing to her. And then these last couple episodes with m- the flashbacks to her and Mother Gothel in the mirror was like really starting to push it home. And the, the episode that makes this even more better was Once a Handmaiden. Yeah, agree. Because that was the last good Cassandra sto- uh, story episode where we actually got, it's the only one where we got to see her what she was thinking of while she's on the villain side yeah. of this thing. It's mm-hmm. the only one we really got. Yeah. And it really helps you see her point of view mm-hmm. going into this to the point where they almost, almost made up in that episode, but they couldn't because you had to have these three to really put a nice, good closer on it. As much as I wanted to see the makeup in that episode and, and get a nice big fight against Santeria and this, the fact that we do still get a good fight with them in the last couple minutes. And it's, Literally them coming together, not as the sun drop and the moonstone avatars, but as themselves. Yeah. As sisters, as sisters, honest to goodness, as sisters. Yeah. That's what made the, this ending so good. Yeah. So before that, sorry, so before that, I so, kind of jump no, ahead. No, no, you're good. You are perfectly fine. So this, this point where like Zentiri has been setting this up the entire time for season three, even season two mm-hmm. setting up perfectly. So From the last episode in, uh, in the shell house. Uh-huh. They threw that in there. It's like, 
huh, that's interesting. I wonder what happened there. And then we find out in we episode find out at the end of that season, the beginning of season three. It's like, oh, this is setting up to be good. Uh huh. And was it good? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. This is the kind of show that when people say cartoons are for kids. Oh, yeah. And is not worth your time as yeah. a connoisseur of good movie or TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing that makes you wonder. It's like, have they seen this? Mm. This is that good. Yeah, agreed. Granted, it took three seasons to get us here, but it's three seasons of good storytelling. Even the filler mm-hmm. in this franchise, in the, in, the, in these three seasons, added to what was going on. Characters I didn't even think were important hmm. became important. The first time we saw Vigor the Visionary. Oh, yeah. I thought this is the stupidest bit of fluff you could put in this show. <laughs> and it was important. <laughs> you had to understand what was going on because... He was hinting at stuff. I just thought he was a weird aspect of this character when we brought Red and Angry back. And he's actually an important that even though his story there was not important to the overall, yeah. you gave a good introduction to this character so that when he came back in the next one, it's like, okay, there might be something more going on here, but we don't know. And then he shows up in the third one. And at first you're going, really? We're bringing the stupid monkey back again? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, by the way, this is Demanitus. And you're going, what? What? <laughs> It's like, and they, and that's when you start putting the keys together. It's like, okay, keep going, keep going, keep going, and they do keep going. Season three had almost none of the bad filler or stuff I called bad filler yeah. in season one and season two, where it's yeah. like, this is just random stories that are kind of involved, but it's really more like adventures they had during the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I call that bad filler because it's not pushing story. Granted, it really wasn't even bad filler because it did give us character development. But at the same time, it was like I was so wanting to get to basically season three, where they, every episode pushed either this main story along or it pushed the conflict between uh, Rapunzel and Cass's viewpoints along. Yeah. That's what I was wanting throughout the whole series. And granted, looking back, we actually got that. Yeah. But in the middle of it, I didn't realize it at the time. Yeah. I agree. This show is good. I agree. This show is so good. It doesn't deserve to be this good. Yeah. As much as I like Tangled as a movie, this show is far better than Tangled the movie is, I think, from in terms of the ambition. Oh, yeah. The depth of storytelling. Oh, yeah. The the ambition of the story they told over these three seasons is far more than what Tangled was doing Mm -hmm. by itself. Yeah. And they did such a good job with it, setting up plot threads from uh, before ever after that just had a quick connection back to tangled even though you know the people who made tangled were not thinking of where that story could go from there Mm -hmm. and he did such a good job connecting it and this these three episodes in and of themselves even to throw new stuff all the way back to tangled even mimicking the style of storytelling that tangled did with Mm -hmm. eugene uh kind of mimicking the structure there yeah and it all comes together on a boat in the middle of the lake oh gosh when finally after three other tries two by eugene and one by rapunzel herself Mm -hmm. they finally pop the question and she answers yes yes it was a great ending to the series and I, I have enjoyed the series and I thank you for 
for putting this on the list. And this was a great way to start TAS. I only wish we'd actually started with this <laughs> instead of throwing in some other stuff because we, because I was hesitant to get us started originally. Originally, we should have just started this at the beginning of season two of the Cellcast mm. and just put it at the end, even though I didn't think about it, doing it that way at the time. It's, we should have been on this on the ball faster on this, and I'll apologize for my part in delaying it. It's all right, man. It's a great show. It's all right. It's all good. Be like, at least we're here. At least we're done. At least we are, you know, finally concluded this, you know, this chapter. I absolutely love this series to death. Uh, the there again, like I go back to where I was going to say earlier, the idea of this redemption arc of uh, mm-hmm. Cass is cat be like you have Zentiri has pulled pulled what she wanted. And uh, she gets both the sun drop and the moonstone, and becomes her her final form. Let's say it, do yes. a DBZ form, but it's this idea of where demon some, form. I think demon, yeah, it's, so, yeah, it's demon I saw form. Somebody else call it. Yeah, demon form. But this this moment where Cassandra and Rapunzel, who are both now depowered, they can't use their powers right. anymore. It's this point where it's like Cassandra is broken. She is just be like, she's a shell of who's this, this mighty woman who is be like full of rage and hate resentment is broken because she mm-hmm. realized what she has done. Yes. And she is like, I, I'm be like, I am worth nothing. I have destroyed everything I ever cared about or loved. Mm-hmm. And I, I be like, I don't see how you can forgive me for what I've done. And of course, Rapunzel being Rapunzel. Yes. Be like forgives her. And like be like, do you remember the first time? Be like, I remember the first time be like you made I'd be like you smiled. And it's I just that laughed. that laugh. That's what I was, it was laughed. laughed. It was laughed. And one of those things, it was just like how this character be like shows diversity. Be like, and just like all odds are completely against it. And mm-hmm. she finds something, some little ray of sunshine in these, you know, you know, that's what her nickname is, sunshine. Yeah. And it's just be like how this character views things. Be like a character like Cassandra or Cass who has gone through this deep valley and is gone into the muck and the mert of like how Jesus did for us. Be like, yes. we, we were a depth in sin mm-hmm. and we deserved wrath and everything, but Jesus yes. came in and just scooped this out in this because he loved us so much. Mm-hmm. Like R- Rapunzel loves Cassandra as yes. sister. And it's that, that deep love be like, I'm going to do everything in my power to help you and rescue you out of this darkness because I love you that much. Mm-hmm. And that's what I saw in this, this when I saw that it hit me like a sore freaking thumb. And it was, I mean, like, it's powerful. It's a very yeah. powerful moment. And definitely when you get towards the end, when they finally defeat uh, Zantiri and be like, and but like Rapunzel looks around, be like, Cassandra, we did it. And it's like, she's dead. <laughs> be like, either she's severely unconscious or she's dead. Yeah. And it's just like, it's that moment where it'd be like, we fought too hard and we can't lo- be like to gain our friend back and not like this. And she, l- Go ahead. Go, go ahead. I'm, no, it's going to cut in here in a second when you get to the end of your point. Okay. So the, the point of be like, okay, we, it's always been set up towards the end, like t- towards what would happen if the, uh, the moonstone and the, uh, the sun drop, the sun drop came together. Mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, oh, what's your name? Uh, uh, Gadira. oh, yeah. Gadira. Thank you. Thank you. I'm terrible with names at this point, but I'm that's just fine, so freaking exciting about this. But I'm not even it, sure if a deer is the one who said it. It was it's a deer. The one that makes the most sense. It was a deer. It. it was a deer. 
yeah, Deer would be like, it's if, if these two comes together, it'd be like, no, what's going to happen to it's Wilder. And uh, it's just be like, it's the idea of the, like, because what, because Zentiri, it was all about power and greed. And it was more be like, what destroyed her was simple fact be like, these things came together and it destroyed her. Mm-hmm. When, when Rapunzel came at it, it was more like, I have to save my friend. Yeah. I have to save the people I love. I don't care what it costs me. I'm going to do this. And she takes both the fused stones together mm-hmm. and brings everybody back, back to life. And I was nearly in freaking tears. It's very telling about what this show uh, treasures. Yes. By the fact that the most epic moment in the series mm-hmm is not the fight with with Zantiri. Yes. It's when she's using the power of both the Sundrop and the Moonstone, mm-hmm. and it's at that moment she says, not just the shortened version of the sun, was it the sunshine, sunlight? Uh, yeah, the incantation. The, 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 the incantation. The short version we've heard all season long, all yeah. series long. They go all the way back to Tangled and say the entire verse yeah in ep- not not sung yeah it's just said spoken yes in the most epic like the kind of thing you expect to hear at the end of an epic trailer yeah going through the whole thing it's like yes this is the most epic part and is it to is it a final attack against zantiri no is it uh is it a, it's not an attack at all it's literally a healing spell yeah literally bring back cassandra and I don't know. For a second there, it looked like it was going to rebuild the kingdom, but it didn't do that. Not quite. (laughs) It's like, it was the most, the most epic moment here is not an act of vengeance Mm -hmm. or an act of aggression. It's an act of love. Yeah, exactly. Because that's Rapunzel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I would say, I'll be like, I'm, I'm just saying this more in more metaphorical. Yeah. Be like, Rapunzel herself as a character is kind of like a Christ-like character in a way yes. that she she does have this overwhelming love to protect those he, she cares about dearly and is willing to take that ultimate sacrifice in order to do that. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that about this character. Yeah. And because um, be like kind of going back for a second, because then Terry, when she has both moonstones, be like when when she goes, because there again, go back to, I think it's season two with Rapunzel and the, the, uh, the tree. When she when she uses the uh, the uh, the uh, the moonstone incantation for the first time, yeah, and that gave my gave me chills the entire time when Zantiri did it. I was like, oh crap, oh, yeah, oh my gosh, be like, oh crap, I'm scared. It's like, oh crap, it's like, will somebody punch her right now, please, <laughs> please? Oh yeah, Cassandra, like uh, uh, Cassandra with the frying pan. Pants. Who knew? Yes, that was like the greatest use of that line. Yes, it's like, and she goes, Chong. It's like, what the hell? Frying pans. Who knew? Sure. It's like, exactly. That's why that was the name of the. That's the subtitle for that episode. It's a great line, and it worked perfectly because let's face it, the frying pan is the best weapon in this show. Uh, agreed. Agreed. But there's oh. a reason when you get to tangled ever after they're giving away ceremonial frying pans <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but yes i absolutely love this show i love how this movie this tv series is concluded uh highly recommend to go watch it if you have disney plus go watch this mm-hmm. um if, if you love tangled go watch this. If you are a fan of good storytelling, go watch this. If you're store like characters, 
uh, everything, like everything. You'll love this show. Yes. I, I don't see why people haven't watched this enough. Why? The fact that this show is almost unknown. Yeah, exactly. Except for the people who know. Yeah, it's a hidden it's, gem. It's weird. It's a hidden gem. But anyway. Yeah, great show. Great show. Which, for the last time, means we finished. We we have we're at the end of another episode of Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. I would and, agree with you. And the last one, which means next time we are starting. Yeah. Well, restarting. Yeah. A series we've already started. Because we've already reviewed yeah. season one yeah. of Star Trek Lower Decks. And in a weird sort of way, this actually will finish what we started. Hmm. To, if you'll pardon the Star Wars quote. <laughs> but uh next episode which we are reviewing the stop motion short of Frankenweenie yeah. for their beginning of Halloween month. Yes. We will be watching season two, episodes one and two of Star Trek Lower Decks with strange energies and Kayshawn, his eyes open. Wow. Admittedly, season two is going to start a little slow, giving you fair warning, but uh, it gets really good in season three. Mm. So join us next time for that. However, in the meantime, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we will catch you in the next frame. You can follow Jacob on his Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. His Facebook page, Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where he tries to draw each and every day. His Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. His Twitter at Jacob Heron. And his letterbox at Jacob Heron. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. His Facebook page, Drew's photo bin to see his photography. His letterboxed page at GGeorge759. His Twitter at GGeorge759. And Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at The Cellcast Podcast. On Twitch at The Cellcast Gaming. On YouTube at Cellcast. On Twitter at Cast underscore Cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts. Google Play Podcasts. Stitcher. Spotify. Or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from. Please rate and review us where you found us, and also on Podchaser. Email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. The Cellcast is a proud member of both the Pop Americana and Culture Box Media Networks. For more information, please see the link in the description. Our theme song is Drop and Roll by Silent Partner. And remember, that's Cell, with a single L. about Leo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs>